We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stacy Dales, NFL Network correspondent. Trent Williams! Woo! Tell me how this is right now. Unreal. Breaking down the Bears beating news around the NFL. And I live in Chicago, and I do the score radio, a uh, little plug there. Sure. Every week. Shout out to the host. Former WNBA star. And the ball stolen away. Didn't see her coming, and Perkins gets the clean steal over to Dales. Easy land. Stacy Dales off a beautiful feed from Elaine Powell. Stacey Dales with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We always enjoy talking to Stacey Dales. She's the best. And she joins us now on The Score Hotline, powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. She was uh, at the NFL, NFC title game, Fun game, strange to see how the Lions couldn't finish it, but that's life. How are you, Stacey? Great to catch up. Good morning, guys. Um, great. Uh, it was uh, an incredible atmosphere. I was just telling Dustin I got about two hours on the the flight back uh, on the red eye, and uh, I'm kind of hitting the ground running this week. I, I always like to take the red eye back to get back to work on Monday, but I don't know. That was I uh, had a lot of Lions fans on my flight who were a little salty and dejected. And I think if you saw Dan Campbell in the tunnel, you know he he talked to Tom Rinaldi on on camera afterwards, and I just remember Tom coming out of it. And you can watch the interview, but I mean he had tears in his eyes. He had tears in his eyes on the podium, and so it was a really emotional side there. But then you're on the field with the Niners and. <laughs> It's overwhelming, really. Stacy did a great job post game with all of the 49er color and sound. And then you get on the red eye and you come back and you make it for your <laughs> nine o'clock hit. Thank you very much for doing that. When you answer the question, did the Lions lose this game or did the 49ers win it? How difficult is that to answer? Well, it's almost 50 50, and I wouldn't have missed this. I love joining you guys. You know that. Um, yeah. 
it's almost 50-50. I mean, when I talked to Trent Williams on the field and I said, what did Kyle Shanahan say to you at the half to flip the switch on this thing? And, and he said, basically, like, we gave them the first half. But then you're in the Lions locker room and you're at any player's locker, which I was Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow, Amon Ross St. Brown, David Montgomery, like every, almost they all said in unison at, at different times in their scrums that we gave them the game. So I, yeah. I actually asked Frank Ragnow, the center for the Lions, I, I said, what, what hurts the most about this? Because you guys were in control. He said exactly that. We, are, we had control of that thing and, and we let it out of our hands. I said right after, you know, I'm watching this thing in the first half and the Lions um, obviously went into the halftime leading 24 to 7. And that 24 ended up with a field goal with less than fewer than 10 seconds left at the end of the first half. And I, that was my biggest issue on, in terms of decisions by Dan Campbell. I, I actually, I don't, he, he is, since he entered the league, or since he took over as the head coach of, of the Lions, nobody has more calls and successful calls on fourth down than Dan Campbell. It's who they are. It's like they, you know, they want to put, grab your neck and strangle it this year, especially. And he decides with, it basically would have been first and three or first and goal, but three yards to go. Goal, goal to go, and he he calls it for a field goal. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. They had an opportunity with like six I I can't remember six seconds left to to score a touchdown, go into the half up twenty one points, and they didn't. And that to me was the turning point in the game. I said it at the half, mm-hmm. and uh, you know people kind of looked at it and thought, well, we'd rather have points. I, now, for Detroit, for Dan Campbell, I would rather go into the halftime with a touchdown because you knew coming out of that thing, Kyle Shanahan was going to have a whole different chapter in that game, and that's exactly what happened. They, they, they kicked a field goal to start the second half, and then Brandon Ayuk had that incredible, oh. miraculous catch that changed. Like, that, was, that was the second turning point for me when, when he caught that ball, 51-yard catch. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Stacy, about their character and what they do. I felt that they, they did not manage the clock at all at the end. They were moving so slow and letting time go that by the time they got down there, it, you know, had they, had they moved a bit quicker to get there. And yeah. that, I'm, I mean, I'm literally watching the clock go. The last minute of that was crazy. They, they had the ball right after the two-minute warning, right? And they just mm-hmm. let the clock tick away, and they showed no real urgency. Then when they got to that position, now you're just like, okay, you, you know, there's no time to do anything, so you're either going to take the field goal or, or off you go. And um, yeah, I, I just thought that was weird. I, I, gotta, I love that guy, Dan Campbell. He's a really good yeah. guy, and he's a very emotional guy. And it was bizarre to me to see him basically say no regrets about going it for going for it uh, on fourth down, whatever that was, yeah. a fourth and three instead of a forty-eight yard field goal in the fourth quarter, by the way. And and then and then he's kind of we might not be, be here again. <laughs> like it was like a therapy session for the guy. Yeah. 
Well, you're right, and it's it's he's so emotional, but like you, I I have to remind myself too. You know, when you look at San Francisco, they now have 38 playoff wins in NFL history. That is the most in NFL history. The Detroit Lions were in their second NFC Championship game ever. That's Dan Campbell's first. Kyle Shanahan's been doing this dance for years. Like, they, they've been to three straight. And then I think big picture, which is really incredible to me, the 49ers are going to see the Chiefs. It's a rematch of the 2019 season when San Francisco, if you recall that Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, was up 20-10 to 10 with seven minutes to go, I believe, and Kansas City comes back and beats them 31-20. to 20. Like, so Kyle was on the flip side of, now, this is an NFC championship, but blowing a lead to lose, a, a, like, a, a massive game. Like, Dan Campbell's never been in that situation before. So imagine being in that environment, and you're a head coach now in your third year. This is your real first biggest stage ever, and you've got to make certain calls, and it comes down to your shoulders. I mean, David Montgomery said after the game, we trust Dan. And every call he makes, we trust that it's going to work. But, you know, none of those guys, whether it's and, – and, and Dan's been a part of a Super Bowl, all that stuff. But when you're the one making the decision, it's, it's different. So you'll learn from that if you're him, and I think that entire roster will. But when you talk about Molly, like a therapy session, no team is ever the same in the NFL mm. after each year. No team is. Right. And so, like, you can have – that's why the teams with sustained success to me, like San Francisco and Kansas City and at one point the Patriots, you marvel at them because they're able to find ways to be consistently sustainable over the course of time. And we'll see if the Lions are that next year. But it's such a blow, really, for, for their group of fans and really, you know, that, that entire staff. Stacey, I thought Brock Purdy at times was a little shaky in the first half, and I felt like whether it was his body language or just the way he was throwing with authority, he had he's had more confident moments, and I think that the playoffs mm-hmm. you started to wonder where this was headed. Second half, made some plays, and a lot of them came after the 51-yard kind of pass completion that should have been an interception but wasn't, and then he made some plays with his feet. Where do you think the San Francisco 49ers' confidence is in Brock Purdy now? He did make the plays when he had to. They are in the Super Bowl, and he is their quarterback. How much do they believe in him? I don't think they've waned in their their belief of him at all, David. I, I Yeah, he didn't have a good first, first half. He had a 39 passer rating. Um, he had a 133 passer rating in the second half. He didn't turn the ball over. Remember, he had a turno- a costly turnover. They're all costly. Uh, the Malcolm Rodriguez uh, turnover. And, you know, quarterback ratings are all about efficiency. And so he decided to keep the ball in his hands. He had 48 rush yards. Three of his carries surpassed 10-plus 10, 10 rush yards. And so he kind of took the game in his hands. Um, I thought he made good decisions in the second half. I mean, as Trent Williams told me in our post-game one-on-one, he's the reason we're going to this this pinnacle. Uh, when players say that, especially in emotionally positive moments, I believe them, um, because 
especially players like Hall of, uh, future Hall of Famers, I believe that, and that have been to this moment and they couldn't get past this moment. Like, remember last year, Brock Purdy's injury in the NFC Championship game was was the demise of San Francisco. Like, let's be real. You know, I'm kind of sick of the Mr. Irrelevant conversation about this guy because he's relevant. I mean, they win games. He executes the offense. He's, if you talk to Kurt Warner, his greatest gift is his ability to read defenses. That's what you want in a quarterback because then they get the ball out fast and it's going where it's supposed to go. Um, The one thing I think about Brock Purdy that gets overlooked is his base, like physically, his base. If you're standing beside him like I was on the field, in pregame warmups, he is so lower body stocky and with all due respect has like a caboose. <laughs> and that guy, that guy has a power. That's where his power comes from. I mean, yeah, he's, he has come out and said Nick Saban didn't want him at Alabama. Cause he didn't have, he wasn't accurate enough. He didn't have a strong enough arm, but he has developed, they have developed him in San Francisco and he has the mind, but he also has, it was his lower base. He, he, he generates so much power from that lower base. Um, and I think you saw it manifest on the ground. And it's ironic because Detroit's run defense is outstanding. I mean, they were the second best run defense. They gave up no more than roughly 89 rush yards per game all season long. So um, they figured out how to beat Detroit in the second half. And that was how, and then they just sealed the deal with CMC at the end, and uh, everything was was done. But yeah, this guy's a player that they believe in, and I don't think that's really internally stopped all season long. I I can't help but look at this and say to myself, like, what's to be preferred for the Bears? Right? You see a guy mm-hmm. like Mahomes, and he gets there, and it's you know the the argument. Well, he can't win in the on the road. Well, he's never had to go on the road. So now he had to, and he's won a couple of games. Um, if you can get that player with the first pick in the draft, don't you have to do it? Versus mm-hmm. looking at the Niners and saying, "Wow, if you get a team with Pro Bowlers everywhere, you can win with a quarterback that it doesn't have to be a first overall pick. It doesn't have to be a guy." that has all the credentials. So that this dichotomy between the two teams has me wondering if it applies in any way to using the first round pick, whether it be to, to try to get as many assets as humanly possible or try to get a guy mm-hmm. who's going to make you a consistent winner. Yeah. It's such a, because we continue to be proved wrong, Molly, because of this, this Brock Purdy scenario and, you know, I, I've talked to analysts like DJ um, Daniel Jeremiah, who's our draft guru, right. and others, right. others around, others, others around the um, the niche of trying to evaluate these players. And part of kind of what went against Brock Purdy was his vast experience at the college level out of Iowa State. You know, when you have years of experience, and what you do is you put so much on tape that it's okay. You can pick apart a guy, right? Um, he ate a pretty good combine. Like you get, you, there's so many variables involved. When I think about Patrick Mahomes and the fact that the bears took Mitch Trubisky that year and Patrick Mahomes falls to the Kansas city chiefs who were in love with Mahomes for 
really since I, I, I almost want to say if in conversations with Brett Beach, like going back to it went way back. Like not maybe not even just his freshman year, but they fell in love with this guy early. Like it was almost a weird obsession with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. So I'm just really curious to know where that falls with Ryan Poles and the Bears. Do they have a fixation with one of these, whether it be Caleb Williams or Drake May or, you know, Penix Jr. or Jaden Daniels? Like, do they have Bo Nix? Like, is is one of those guys some somebody that Ryan Poles, even this year, sort of it it all came together. Yeah, this is the guy we're going to go with. Or is it not that direction? And I think it's such a perfect blend, too, of, like, do you have the right coaches in place to make sure that you really maximize your offense around your quarterback? And that's what Ben Johnson did with Jared Goff. I mean, he has been open about the fact that we really, when we, when we got together, when we collaborated with Jared Goff, we looked at every single thing he did well, and then how do we amplify that? And then what can we create off of that? And the only thing Goff didn't do well this season was handle pressure. He had the lowest passer rating drop when pressured this season than any quarterback in the NFL. Now I'm careful to say that because his offensive line was arguably the best in the NFL as well. Um, So it's hard to penetrate that group. My point being, but that was the only thing that really, you know, waves of pressure and it showed up. I mean, Nick Bosa showed up. He hadn't had a sack in four games. He had two yesterday. So um, I, I, I just think it's got to be a perfect blend, Molly, when you're talking about who your guy is. And it's, you, I mean, everything hinges on the position. It's simple to say, but it's true. Speaking of Ben Johnson, there are reports that he will be the next commander's head coach. I, I suppose in the context of what is next for the Lions, you've got to consider that. You hear Dan Campbell, who I think it was remarkable him talking. I know he was all over the map and, almost therapeutic, as Molly said, like, well, we don't know if we're going to be back here, and they're going to lose their play caller. And I don't know what that's going to mean to their game day operation next year, Stacy. What do you mm-hmm. think it will have in terms of an impact on the Lions moving forward if they lose the brains of the outfit? Um, yeah, it's a great question. And Ben's actually been there in Detroit for a number of years, even prior to Dan taking over as the head coach. So that organization really loves him. And But he and – he and Jared have been kind of tied at the hip for the last two years, right? Since he took over in the 22 season as the offensive play caller. It'll be interesting to see if somebody um, within the staff, you know, I I kind of looking at Mark Brunel and guys like that um, to see if, you know, Tanner Eggstrand, their pass game coordinator. I'm kind of like, do they do they amplify within? Do they promote within, or do they start to search? Um, because yeah, I think Ben. I, I I don't call a foregone conclusion until it happens, but I think Ben Johnson will be gone. The biggest thing that players love about Ben is that he listens to them and he allows input, and then he bases his game plan really obviously off of what the. I mean, you can look at the Bucks game really hard to run the ball against the Bucs. So they didn't, they threw it and they beat them in different ways and then sprinkled in some of the run game at the end with Gibbs to beat them. Well, going into the San Francisco game, you guys would agree, they controlled the clock on the ground for most of the game. And that that hurts 
a team, when you're able to run the ball and you don't win and you're up 24 to seven in the first half because you controlled the ball, like to run the ball against a, a defense like that. So it, it's going to be a huge loss for them and a huge gain for Washington for sure. I'm curious, Stacy. we'll let you go and appreciate your time and God bless you for taking that red eye. Um, I'm just curious if just your preliminary thought on the Super Bowl, I guess it's Niners mm-hmm. uh, plus minus one. So Patrick Mahomes yet again an underdog, but he's he's at a neutral site, so he's not on the road. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, so I'm so like it's just so funny, Molly, because like I'm when when Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, I will never pick against him. If he come, if he comes out of retirement in five years and goes to a Super Bowl, I'm picking Tom. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you crap? If Purdy loses, are you he might be with the 49ers next year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's really hard. Now I'm I'm likely going to be covering the NFC side of things. So in Vegas, so um, I think this is a whole new world for Brock Purdy. But good news is he's surrounded by a lot of experienced guys that have been there and done that. So um, I, I I think collectively. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is an anomaly. There's nothing like him. There just isn't. He's and Travis Kelsey was incredible over the weekend. And but I think in totality, that that Niners offense is 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 better. And um, I mean, they're they're just so hard to deal with when they do get the ball moving and they get it out quick. And I mean, Debo, all this buildup about he's not going to play or he's got a shoulder injury, whatever, whatever. Wow. I mean, yeah. he led them in receiving yards on Sunday. So, and he's, he, you can't tackle him. Like it's, he's, he's a beast. And then, you know, I really, the, I'm going to be watching for Christian McCaffrey because the way he fell, you guys remember that last? Yes. On his head. He fell on oh his my. head. It yeah. looked like, Bad. yeah. And they were working on his neck a little bit. On and he wanted line. to come out. Yeah. He wanted to come out. He raised his finger, and they put Elijah Mitchell in there, who sealed the deal for him. Mm. But that's a concern for me. That's going to be the biggest concern for me right now heading into next week. Stacy, thanks a ton. Great stuff. Always a joy. Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm about to book some travel, but you guys rock. Thanks, Stacy. Talk to you next week. God bless right. that, Stacy Dales. Great stuff from her. Interesting. I, she's right about that. Christian McCaffrey, you know what you can count on from him? A touchdown in pretty much every game he plays. Had a couple yesterday. He, you take him out of that team? He took himself out before well, he had 125 he was ready to go yards, into right? Into the end zone. He was next. And he just, he also, he may have felt something in his neck. Jeez. And you worried about him being groggy because he felt on his head. Yeah, he did. Takes fall a on beating his head. more oh, than people realize. That, that was. You amazing. know what he always does, though? I love it. He's a textbook protects the football oh, every time before he's, he's about to get hit. He's great both player. hands on the ball. I'm wearing a hippie cowboy oh, uh, sweatshirt so today, happy buddy. You are. I know. In his honor, that's it. He is the hippiest of cowboys. And Dustin's wearing some flag and anthem. I got some flag and anthem. It is a Christian McCaffrey Monday. Brandon, even it's a Christian McCaffrey Monday here. Must be the close. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, six seventy. The score.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That was the um, game ceiling pass to uh, to to uh, what's his name Scantling. Marquez Valdez Scanlon, MVS, MVS, sorry, the MVP. No, yes, from Uh, the MVP. The MVP threw the ball. The MVP throws the MVS. Magic Mahomes throws the ball down, and that seals the game. And that's the Korean broadcast. Very exciting. Mully and Hawn, the score. Very exciting. And we want to let you know if you missed our conversations with Brad Biggs or Ross Tucker or Stacey Dales, you shouldn't miss them. Uh, They were on earlier in the show reacting to Championship Sunday. You can listen. To the rewind feature, you go back and you listen. You download the score app, search six seven to the score and tap earlier today, and you get yourself started. So we want to hear from uh, Jim Harbaugh, but before we get to that point, get a couple things we need to touch on. Okay, that we haven't touched on. Obviously, the focus is going to be on the Super Bowl participants, the championship games on Sunday. They were great, but our guy Ozzy Gian won a series in the Winter League. He's the manager, and he advances to the Caribbean Series now in Miami. He's all over Twitter celebrating, talking to his team. It's great stuff, and congratulations to Ozzy, who can still manage a little bit. Could Pedro Grifold win the the Venezuelan League? I doubt it. Okay. 
could he lose a hundred? Did they play enough? I don't think they lose. I don't think they played enough games for him to lose a no. hundred. But I'm just saying, Ozzy <laughs> won it, and Ozzy going to Miami. Ozzy going to Miami. Pedro coming back, guaranteeing <laughs> that Dylan Cease is going to be the, season, the the opener. Well, I think uh, the, season opener pitcher. Yeah, and they're going to trade him apparently to guarantee yeah. that either. I don't think Chris Getz sounded on Saturday like a guy who was willing to guarantee that either. No. Ozzy's coming back to us in the in the spring, I a love champion. Um, so that, congratulations! Yeah, he is always a champion. Bulls won last night. Yeah, They're one and two on the road trip. Yeah. So they beat the the uh, they beat the Blazers one hundred four ninety six. The Rosen so, Kobe White not too not too impressed. No, I, I know you don't think much of my opinion because <laughs> last week you accused me. What, of, what are you of, talking about? Uh, I'm, I'm talking about Rick Goslin. Do you respect his opinion? Okay, we go to this. Okay, okay Rick Goslin <laughs> on Sunday morning. Uh, he had this tweet, or this X. Referees Sean Smith doing the Baltimore game and Cleet Blakeman doing the San Francisco game will work the NFC Conference title games today. Home teams went 3-13 and with Smith this season. Home teams went 10-6 and with Blakeman. So the home team with the, uh, with the referee at 3-13 and lost. Mm-hmm. To Kansas City, Lost. that means okay. that that held up. That statistic, yeah. and uh, the ten and six record with Blakeman, that held up too. With the okay. Niners coming back to win the game, I'm not saying so, the fix was in. So. I'm not saying I'm reading what Rick Goslin, one of the great all time uh, NFL writers, has written. I think Rick Goslin is a great guy. A great rapport with You're him over the years. You're not going after Goose, are you? I'm not going after you. I'm not going after anybody. I'm just reading just the fact. And I, we had said beforehand, I, I, how do you fix the game? How do you make sure you get to su- – the, the, the Chiefs get to Super Bowl Swifty 8? So You send in a referee, and, it, and it's a subtle thing, but you end up – you've got Patrick so you Mahomes. So you that the – yeah, Patrick Mahomes had more to do with it than Smith, the referee. What was his first name? I forget. You just, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Sean. Sean Smith. Patrick Mahomes had more to do with the home team okay. losing that game than Sean Smith. I agree. And you know what? So did the Ravens' loss of composure. They lost composure. Those penalties were because they lost their heads. They lost their discipline. Not because Sean discipline. Smith found his That's, whistle. It, it reflects poorly, frankly, on John Harbaugh. Because they did not show the discipline you need. Um, by all accounts or by all suggestion – the 15-yard penalty on Roquan, they, it was first and five, and they figured, out hey, what the hell, we'll give him five yards so you can go ahead and jump. Only he committed a but, personal foul, and that, then that, all of a sudden that's an extra 10 yards. That I'm did just not saying, bother me as much as the other ones, though, because going to first and 10 made sense. The problem was he shouldn't have made contact. Just jump off sides because you wanted him to – not get another first down because the clock situation. I understood what they were doing in jumping off sides, mm-hmm. but Roquan just made it physical. Made and then it he more... gave them extra yards. So he gave them 10 extra yards. Exactly. You gave them extra yardage, but your, your intention that, was but, only to give them five extra but, yards, not yes. 15 yeah, extra that yards. That was bad. But, but everything was about the clock at that point. Okay. Everything was about the clock. The clock was more important than the field position. He'll defend him till the death. Yeah. No, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm defending logic, Dustin. I'm not okay. defending Roquan Smith. The clock was the most important thing at that point in that penalty, not where you were on the field, because you're going to make that, t- that 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 ground up theoretically if you're able. It was a long shot anyway, totally long shot. 
Why are you guys picking on me? No one's picking on you. You're just denying that uh, that 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 was a factor in any way. It's just a weird coincidence. And the fact is that the road team won the game. That's all. The fact is the road home team field won the game. Was taken away by the guy that lets the make sure the home team <laughs> the doesn't necessarily win. The road team won the game because the quarterback was the best who ever has played the position. And and on frankly. The um, it was a great defensive game, but there's still no accounting for fumbling at the goal line and throwing a bad pick. Those were the reasons. The takeaways were the reasons that they lost the game. Ultimately, if you think about it, if they just make the plays that they normally would make, and that was a very high-scoring offense that was held the next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just a little sad that they couldn't come up with anything as an offense. And I think it reflects poorly. And you're, and you're absolutely right. There were bad discipline moments in that game, and that's coaching. That's coaching. John Harbaugh had a bad day. Yep. Jim Harbaugh, comma, he had was, a good weekend. He showed up to be there for his bro who was there for him. And so he went on the air in the pregame show, and he talked to uh, uh, the crew, especially talking to the former – uh, Steelers coach Bill Cower, and uh, this is what he said about going to the NFL. It was tough. Uh, I was torn. My wife, kids, uh, I love Michigan, but I love the NFL too. And uh, there's no Lombardi Trophy in, in college football. And yeah, I got so many sands left in the hourglass, and I want I want to take a crack at that. And there's there's uh, nowhere better to do it than with the Los Angeles Chargers, Susie Spanos, Dean Spanos, Ed McGuire, John Spanos, uh, and this and this great quarterback. Oh, yeah, so have you talked to him? I have, I have, and uh, I met him, and Der- Derwin James, I mean, pros, pros, these guys, Keenan Allen, but uh, I was a little starstruck. Yeah, so, so, Justin. So, so, so maybe some, some of the uh, Chargers are out there have not talked to you or met with you yet. What's that first meeting going to be like with Jim Harbaugh? What's the culture you want to build in, with L.A.? I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to reference this right here. You know, uh, we work together, we win together, and it's worth it. I mean, the hard work, the sacrifice, the pressure, all of it. Why would somebody put themselves through that? Because the rewards are just so darn good. So if I heard him right, He's back in the NFL because he wants to win a Lombardi trophy. Yes. Okay. So you don't want that guy anywhere near your team. Oh, my gosh. Jim Harbaugh had me wanting to, like, run through a brick wall after hearing that yesterday. This is the way that he sounds when he's connecting with his players. He, The unorthodox, unusual guy that we see in little these sound bites that make people think that he's he's weird or different, this is the guy that people know in the game. The guy that we heard there for that little soundbite there. This is why the Chargers are going to be back. They're gonna they're gonna be back. All right, we got to squeeze in D. He's on the south side. Hey D. D. What's up D? Hey there, buddy. Yeah, I'm here. And, and you want to tell David something? Yeah, I, I just think David that you are so never. And you must got some inside speak that we just really go draft Taylor Williams, and that might not be the case. So my question to you is, we stick with Fields. How you going to feel about this whole thing? Because well, it's like you're 110% in on Taylor Williams. So 
I, I didn't hear the muffled uh, accusation. Did, did he say that I was not? No, he said that you were all in on Caleb Williams. Oh, right, right. Okay. And he said, no, D, I, I appreciate where you're coming from. Yeah. And, and it's a fair question. He wants to know what are you going to do I, when I have they not, trade the pick. Well, when they, when they trade the pick, if they trade the pick, we'll analyze what they got in return, and we'll have to evaluate whether or not we think it was a mistake or not. If they trade the pick, it will be my sense that they would have found something egregious in the background checking of Caleb Williams. I don't think if it's a football equation, they're going to trade the pick. If it's reduced strictly to what you see on tape, they're not going to trade the pick. Mm. I don't have anything personal against Justin Fields. Uh, what about the human being? <laughs> objectivity is not criticism. It isn't. No. You know, an opinion is not an insult. It's not an I, insult I, I at all. I really have tons of respect for Justin Fields, the professional. I watched that hype video they put out over the weekend and said, yes, my goodness. I, I think that's what special looks like. The thing is, though, you're always in the market for an upgrade. You can always do better at certain positions. And my Simple opinion is Caleb Williams is one of those guys that is worth taking that chance and, and rolling the dice, taking that gamble, if you will. And go back and listen to what Ross Tucker said. No one's going to argue with you so, other than D. Other than D. Thanks, D. Appreciate the phone call. Um, Ron's in Rockford. we got to get to this one. Hey, Ron. Hey there. Hi, guys. And what's your point? I have no I have no confidence in Brian Poles. Why? Bayless Jones. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ron. What about Darnell Wright? What about Well, I mean, uh, that's that was his first offensive pick. It just made me laugh. It's, it's a mean, very funny. It's Bayless, by the way, he kind of retired the who's cold. Uh, in the pregame show. Yeah, in, in the Bears pregame, yes. you, you went after him each and every week. Well, I mean, why, I, what do you like got against Valus Jones? I like the. Call. Why, why do you got? What do you got against Valus Jones? He's no good. Okay, uh, Valus Jones makes Josh Reynolds seem like a, the a Hall of Fame. Sure-handed Josh Reynolds. Sure. In comparison Jones. to Valus Jones, I told you one of the best bets in the game was supposed to be Josh Reynolds over thirty-four point five yards. He finished. With 25 yards on his only catch, he was targeted four times, and he flat out dropped two of them. What are you saying? I'm saying he was terrible. Okay, that's, that's all not, I'm saying. That's not all you're saying. That's all I'm saying. You're you're what are you into suggesting? It, that he was bad. Okay, and that after the first drop, I I actually thought, don't let that guy back on the field. You know, give him the old uh, Tony bad. treatment, he right? Was bad. Bad leave day. him out of the game. If he picked the worst possible moment to have his worst day as a pro. And that's, that is pretty much a weekly issue with Bayless Jones. But that's pretty funny. That, that is no very faith funny. in him over that. I think, I think right. Ryan Poles learned the benefit of the doubt, but Bayless Jones is a good one. I yeah. agree. But that's fun. Well, uh, you know, again, if he trades the first overall pick, he'll get the first overall pick next year, so don't worry about it. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll talk to uh, Dan and Lawrence next. It's Molly and Horns. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 